What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Nerd Alert. Uh, with me, your salty old guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I am. I'm so that old guy that just complains about everything. I'm like, oh my god, kids are on my lawn. Get the hell off my lawn. Uh. Uh, the wife tells me that I'm a salty old guy, and I'm like, you're damn right I am. I'm a salty old guy. Uh, but the reviews are in for Aquaman. And I don't really pay much attention to the critics, because critics are often wrong. Like, I like to formulate my own opinion and then go from there. And typically I'm wrong, but um, the wife will tell you I'm always wrong. Uh, no matter if I'm right, I'm wrong. It, it's kind of like the Spaceball things. A Spaceball quote, if you guys have ever seen Spaceballs. If you haven't, you really need to watch it. It's a great film. Uh, when you're right, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. So you're right. You know, it. it's kind of like that quote, Mog. When you're right, you're right. And you know what? You're right. It is definitely one of those with the wife. Like, there is no me being right. It's She's always right, even if she's wrong. <laughs> I never tell her that because uh, it would be the end of my life probably. But uh, So the reviews are in. I haven't really read a whole lot of the reviews yet. Um, but from what I've seen, like all good reviews, all like great reviews, not even good, just great. They're like, this is the best film since the Batman trilogy that DC has done. And the Aquaman is really uh, carrying the, literally carrying the DCEU on its back. Like it's the only film they have. Everything that was supposed to come after Aquaman, they canceled. Because like Wonder Woman did amazing. Wonder Woman was... I believe a fluke for DC, but it showed that DC is capable of making a great standalone film of a character that we really don't know the back. Unless you're a fan, like a super fan of the comics, you really don't know the backstory to wonder woman. Like, okay, she's an Amazon warrior, but what really, you know, caused her, like I hadn't really read any wonder woman comics. I read maybe two. So I wasn't real familiar with Canon or anything like that. And I was like, all right, you know, how does she get her powers? Why Why is she fighting? Why is Wonder Woman here? Like, growing up, I was a huge Justice League fan. I love Justice League. And you know, I loved Avengers, too, but I love Justice League. So I was like, sweet, this is going to lead into Justice League and this. And then Justice League was a horrible train wreck of a dumpster fire. I mean, it was just absolute crap. And a lot of that's to do with, like, they don't have quite the universe built up that Marvel has. Like, Marvel's got a lot of ground on them. Like, every standalone Marvel film feeds into the bigger universe, and then there's an Avengers film, and that feeds into the story, and this and that. Now we're at Infinity War, and Infinity War has happened. The events in Infinity War has happened. The snaps happened. All of this, the universe has been supposedly reset, right? Uh, which... The trailer for the new Avengers should be out, I believe, tomorrow. It should be out on Wednesday. Um, all rumors pointing towards there. Take that with a grain of salt. But Justice League hits, and it's a train wreck. Like, the best part of Justice League was Aquaman. Like, I'm like, holy crap. They did a really good job in casting Aquaman. And I'm not just saying that because he's from Game of Thrones, which they need to hurry up and bring that out as well. But I'm like... I feel that's a very solid Aquaman. Like, holy crap, it's not 80s, 90s Aquaman. It's like 60s, 70s Aquaman where Aquaman was a complete badass. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm behind it. I'm kind of getting pumped for Aquaman. Like, all right, and then the trailers start hitting for it and all this, and I'm like, I think I got to go see it. Like, I think I'm going to, you know, 
buy a ticket or two and see it maybe one, two, three, four, twelve times. Who knows? Uh, I'm really horrible at counting, but I'm like, I think I think I gotta go see it in theaters. Like, I think I want to have that experience. And I don't normally like pack theaters. I don't like pack situations. I just I don't. It kind of ruins the experience for me. But I'm like, I think I gotta go do it. I think I gotta go do it justice. And I think they're gonna get my money out of me a couple of times for it. And then the reviews come out, and they're like, oh, it's it's the best since the the Dark Knight trilogy or, or whatever, right? And I love Dark Knight. That second Batman film, Dark Knight. Oh my god, so good. So you have Dark Knight, you have Aquaman, or not Aquaman, you have Wonder Woman, and now supposedly Aquaman. I'm like, so DC is capable of making not just good, but great films. They've, they've proven that. But man, they've had so many freaking train wrecks and dumpster fires over this course. It's been insane, and that's why they've reset. And then you have Henry Cavill, or whatever the hell his name is. Um, I don't want to do Superman anymore because that's why I don't want to. I don't want to be known as just Superman. Shit, pay me. I'll film twenty damn films. I'll be in a walker doing a Superman film if I have to. You want? You don't want to be known as just Superman, like? Holy crap. Like, dude, I would love to be known as Superman. Like, go ahead, put me in. Granted, I'd have to be a fat Superman, but... <laughs> Superman had too many cheeseburgers, kids. Oh, <laughs> It's alternate reality. Maybe I could be like Bizarro or something, you know, but... um, uh, So, I don't know. I got, I got a lot of... I got very high hopes for Aquaman. I think a lot of people do. Um, there's a lot of hype around it. There's, they've definitely put the hype train on full blast of rocket boosters, uh, for the film. But like looking at all the trailers, I'm like, dude, this, I think this is going to be the one. I think this is what's going to save the DCEU. I really do. Uh, I hope I'm right about it because without a DCEU is Marvel as strong as it is. Like, I hate to say it because I am like very pro Marvel, but you gotta have a yin and a yang. You you gotta have something to balance it out. And I'm just like, eh, you know, I would love to see it because there was a huge war, a huge war. And there still is. Like you ask people, they'll either still read comics, which are getting harder and harder to find, unfortunately. But Marvel or DC? Oh, you know, one's either pro this or pro that and against this or against that and i mean it is like there is no middle ground well we have you know in marvel we have this and our guys have real world problems well in dc we have this and you know we have green lantern and all all this right and dc is always more of like the fantasy world right and to put it towards everybody that doesn't know the difference uh which is a lot of people and that's fine you know i have no problem you know sharing information um DC has always been more of the fantasy worlds like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman, obviously Aquaman, um, Green Lantern, stuff of that nature. More of the fantasy stuff like Metropolis and Gotham City. More of like the fantasy landscapes and the fantasy worlds and all this. And it's great. Like I... I do read some DC comics. Like, okay, I admit it. I'm not. I'm not pure Marvel, but yin and yang. Um, then you have Marvel, and they're 
based in real cities, like Daredevil's in Hell's Kitchen, which is inside of New York City. Spider-Man's in New York City. And they have real-world problems. Like, there was a point, I think it was like late 80s, early 90s, that some of the characters actually developed drug addictions and stuff, and like drinking problems and gambling problems and just like real world stuff that people really face. So Marvel is kind of like, yeah, they're superheroes, but they're kind of like everyday people before they got their powers and then they got their powers and they still have everyday problems though, just like you and I do. So they're kind of more relatable in that way, at least to me. But sometimes I just, I love to escape into the fantasy world. So, you know, I'm like, oh, hey, look, Batman. Hey, hey, look, new Justice League. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, you gotta have a little bit of both. It, it's good to have both. Uh, so I would really like to see Aquaman do great in DC, really get their shit together and be like, hey, this is the form. Like Marvel has literally said, if you watch every Marvel film, they're done the exact same way. And they, it's like printing money. Hey, DC, here it is. This is how you do a film. This is what works with the public. This is what they like. Follow suit. Literally, Marvel has done that for DC. All DC has to do is just copy and paste, essentially, and just plug their characters into it and their story, obviously, and all that. But um, the formula is there. It's free. It's available. Follow it. Like, I would love to see the comic book wars come back. Like, hardcore with the movies and all of that. Of pro DC versus pro Marvel and this and that and just ugh, just that was such a great time. So many great stories came out of that time. Infinity War came out of that time, and I'm like, you know, Batman versus Superman came out at that time. Which God, they squandered the crap out of that film. And just oh, just being a fan, just that that film absolutely just. Ugh. I remember reading that comic, the death of Superman, funeral for a friend. Like they couldn't even freaking. At the end of it, they couldn't even stay committed to Superman supposedly being dead, right? They got to show the dirt flying. Up. Oh, he's going to come back and just was like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, man, just, ugh. It's horrible. Just horrible, horrible, horrible directing and studio. Just everything about it just sucked. But yeah, super, super looking forward to Aquaman, seeing Aquaman. Um, I really, like I said, I really hope it does good and brings DCEU back because that's all they have now. Like they had films planned after Aquaman. They are actually in like production that they canceled, that they scrapped. Um, because they're just, they're hurting so bad. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe they'll see how this one does and then go to the drawing board again with that formula. Uh, I'd like to say with the Wonder Woman formula because that film was so great. Just follow that formula. You hit it on the head with Wonder Woman. Just follow that. Just follow. I watched Wonder Woman like six, seven times. I, I crap you not. Like I loved that film. I loved everything about that film. I didn't have one complaint about that film, and that's rare. For me being a geek and a nerd, that is freaking rare because I overanalyze and I pick crap apart. And my wife will tell you that firsthand. Like, I, I'm like, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's not right. That color's off. This, that. Like, I didn't do that all of Wonder Woman. I just sat there. I enjoyed it. I was a fan. You made me a bigger fan. You gave me story. It was just great. I loved it. You didn't really hang on anything for too long like they tend to do in, like, backstory-type deals. And I'm like, all right, you know, spent 10, 15 minutes 
telling a little bit of backstory. All right, cool. You know, kind of, kind of gave us the cliff notes with the backstory. Like, you could do a whole movie just on the backstory. But I'm like, this is great. This is absolutely great. As a fan, that's what I want. That's what I want as a fan. Follow that formula. So hopefully Aquaman does the same thing because I don't know dick about Aquaman. Like, I will tell you that straight out. Um, I grew up 80s, 90s. I remember, you know, overly flamboyant, probably playing for the wrong team, Aquaman. Uh, Like, oh, God, he's on land. Can't get him. Oh, like, no, like, this Aquaman's badass. He can go on land and get you. Um, So definitely pumped for that. Definitely looking forward to that. All the reviews look absolutely stellar for it so far. Um, And critics are normally typically hard on superhero films anyways. But I'm like, wow, like, they're saying it's that caliber. So uh, time will tell. Uh, it, I believe it doesn't come out until like mid to late December. So like right before Christmas. I think it comes out on the 21st. I could be off on that date. But oh man, just shut up. Give me my film. Take my money is where I'm at on that. Um, obviously, as I go and experience it, I will do a whole review on it. Spoiler and spoiler free. Uh, for everybody that wants to see it and not have it like ruined and tainted and all that um that's how i like to do my my movie reviews which i still haven't seen venom by the way um people have told me mixed things about it and i'm like you know being such a spider-man fan that i am i'm like i just i don't know how to feel about it i really don't like i don't really think i'm gonna go to the theaters and shell my money out here take take some of my dollars and uh go see a subpar experience. Like, I don't want to say it. It's subpar because of this, this, because people said so. I'm just like, how the hell does he get his powers? And he hasn't even been exposed to Spider-Man yet. Like, in this film, he hasn't even been exposed. Like, they're skipping a whole bunch of story. And I'm like, eh, I'll probably wait until it comes out on digital and I'll rent it. You know, I'll spend the $4 or whatever it is or the $3. I think it's like 4 or $5 now. But I'll spend that little bit of money and we'll watch it. And if I like it, I'll buy it. Uh, but as far as going to the theater, I just, I don't know. Plus, I got a new TV that's pretty kick-ass. So it gives me a reason to use it. <laughs> Not that I need a reason. Believe me, that thing's been getting used crap ton lately. Uh, but uh, moving on. So... There's this thing going around on Facebook. There's a couple things going on on Facebook. Obviously, uh, they're both pertaining to Stanley and his legacy and all that. Uh, The first one is on December 28th, which would have marked his 96th birthday. I don't care whether you're Marvel or you're DC. You gotta show your respect to Stanley. Stanley was so instrumental and impactful to the industry. Uh, The industry would not i will say this i will back this 110 percent will would not be where it is at today without stanley whether you're a dc fan a marvel fan we can all agree on that um dc even put out a very touching thing to stanley and i was like wow you know he he was their direct competition but they're taking they're taking the time and they're actually acknowledging them i was like that that was pretty impressive I'm like, yeah, we're all fans. We're all passionate about something. But at the end of the day, we all come together. We're all in the same hobby. But on December 28th, it would have marked his 96th birthday. So he had a hell for 95 years. Almost made 96. 
Um, everyone, like this thing's floating around Facebook. I think it's floating around on Twitter too. I'm not quite sure, but um, so everyone that wants to take part in it's obviously going to change your profile picture to to a creation either Stanley himself or a creation that he has had made over his career in his lifetime. Uh, so be it like Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, you know, Avengers, Marvel stuff, Spider-Man. Um, the list goes on. But, um, and those that really want to partake in it, you know, wear a, a Marvel-themed shirt for the day. And I was like, hell yeah. So I signed up for it. I was like, hell yeah, I'll do that. Like, half my, or even three-quarters of my wardrobe right now is, like, Marvel stuff as Marvel shirts and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, you know, just, just another reason to wear, uh, my Captain America shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the wife totally supports me. She, she goes out and buys shirts for me all the time and stuff. And she's like, yeah, I know you like this, but I'm like, I'm, I'm a geek. What can I say? I, I know what I'm passionate about. I'm very passionate about a lot of things, but I was like, you know, that, that's pretty cool. So hopefully it's a huge thing. I think it will be, but hopefully it's a huge thing. And, um, like I said, even if you're like a diehard DC fan, like you, you got to pay your respect, man. Um, it's what like Stan would have done it himself if it was on the other side, right? If it was a pivotal DC guy that had passed, Stan would have done it. But the other part is, uh, so Stan Lee has a cameo in every single Marvel film. Like, the very first Spider-Man film with like Tobey Maguire all the way up to, I believe the next Avengers film. So Captain Marvel coming out and they just like right before it passed, I believe from what they said, they had finished filming his cameo. So after that, it's like no more, no more cameo. Right. Which sucks because you know, that's one of, the wife's like favorite things is well, where's Stan, Stanley going to show up at, right? Uh, so there is this thing going around, like you can continue the cameo, right? So a lot of people are like, "Oh, CGI, CGI, CGI," and I was like, eh, "CGI just wouldn't be right. CGI would, I feel, tarnish tarnish his legacy in a way." Um, like they did it in Rogue One, and eh, you know it, it was okay. Like you could definitely tell they were CGI'd, um, but I'm like. You know, just to have someone in your film, like, I'm just, uh, you know, not really an important character. Like, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, they did it in The Fast and Furious where Paul, Paul Walker passed away. And I'm like, eh, just, I don't, I don't know. And obviously, the next couple Marvel films that come out are going to be even more popular because he passed. Because Stanley passed. And I'm like, you know, you're going to have that aspect as well. Like, I think that's why that Fast and the Furious did so well is because partly people were going to see it because, it, oh, it was his last film. It was the last film he was in. They want to see how they pulled things off and this and that. Because uh, they weren't done filming his parts when he passed in the, in the Fast and the Furious. Uh, when he was trapped in the car and ended up subsequently dying from it of uh, the fire that ensued. But which is just a horrible way to go. So I think there was that that aspect of that film as well. Like some people were just interested about that. So the next couple of Marvel films will be kind of even a little bit extra, right? Because it's the last couple of 
Marvel films that Stanley really had his hands in. That he would make his cameo and all that. And I liked it. I, I liked that he would he would do that. So there's there's this thing going around that people, oh, we could just see him in. And I'm like, no, you know, it just, it just doesn't feel right. Like, as a fan and as respect, to be respect a respectable fan, like, it just, it just doesn't feel right, you know? So there's another thing going around, and this one actually seemed like a really cool idea, of take a picture of Stan Lee and hide it in, like, different scenes, and that, and that would be his kind of cameo, kind of like a fine, where Stan, like, fine Stan. Uh, I thought that would be a really cool idea. Like, I could totally see being that old as a dirt grandparent just watching a Marvel film laughing because I know exactly where all the photos are at. And grandkids would be like, what? Why is grandpa laughing? You know, they wouldn't get it. Um, but I think that would be a really, really cool idea. It'd be kind of another little Easter egg to the films and all that. And I think that would be a respectful way to really do it, to continue it. Um, versus just CGIing them in. I don't think that would be respectful to the family and to the fans and all that. Like, eh, you know, it just doesn't feel right, you know? It feels forced. And when it feels forced and it doesn't feel right, and it shouldn't be done. And so I like the photo idea. I really do. And a lot of people do. I think there's a petition going around, actually, to make it happen. They're like, you know, as Marvel films progress and whatnot, because they're not going to stop. Um that that would be kind of the way to do it. So, I don't know. As things progress, it'll be interesting to see if it really gains traction and momentum and becomes reality or, or whatnot. But uh, I thought that was a kind of a cool little idea. Like, yeah, you know, I, I could see that. That would that'd be fun. That'd be fun as a fan. Like, okay, where are they at? You know, how many are there? How many did you find? And this and that. And uh, I think it I think it would pull some more some more fans into the comic book side of things as well. I really do. Um, like, how many how many people have started reading the comic books because of the films? That's what I'm interested in. Like, is there a number, is there an analytic on that that I can find? Like, that, man, that would be amazing. Like, oh, hey, you know, when seeing the first Iron Man, started reading Iron Man comics. These things are great. Just let me to Thor. Let me to the Avengers. Then I read Infinity War. And holy crap, you know. I remember being a kid reading Infinity War, and I was like, holy crap what just happened like this the snap right it just the snap happens and half of everything is gone i'm like i'm like wow i mean that that's really what i waited for in the whole movie was the snap that happened and see my wife's reaction right because i went and seen it the first time without her and I was like, oh my god, I, like, I wanted to talk about it to her so freaking, like, I needed to. I needed kind of that therapy, right? Like, the events that happened in Infinity War, the, the heroes that, eh, sorry for you, you're kind of on the 50-50 side, right? Ah, oh, I needed, I just needed to get, so I was like, we gotta go see it, we're gonna go see it right now, so that way I can just talk about it and get it over with and deal with what just happened. And she's like, what? Like, what are, you, what are you talking about, right? So she's seeing it, and she's like, "Wow, whoa, 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 what, what the, what the, what the?" And I was like, "Yeah, all these films, you know, the the stones they're looking." She goes, "Yeah, like the Infinity Stones. This is what they're for. This is what we've been leading up to for ten freaking years. This and that." And I go, and then the snap happens. 
and she's like, you know, snap happens, and just the reaction she had, she's like, holy, and she's never read Infinity War, so this is her first time getting exposed to it, as I'm sure it was many people's first time getting exposed to it, and she's like, wow, man, that freaking Spider-Man scene, that thing tore me up, like, the first time I was like, I literally in the theater was like, no, like, there were so many people that were screaming during that, like, no, not Spider-Man, right? And to have that kind of pull on your fans, that says something. That that says something right there. Like, I'm like, here we are. We've been through like two or three Spider-Mans now. People playing Spider-Man. We finally have one that I feel is perfect for the role. And now you're taking him away. I was like, you assholes. Like, just, oh, I was so, just, oh, I was angry. I was crushed. I was sad about it. I didn't know how to react. Like, I was like, oh, what the? So, second time, seeing it with the wife. We come up to that scene of, like, Spider-Man's in Tony Stark's arms. And, it, like, if you watch, it's pretty much, a like, a child that Tony Stark never had. I mean, that's kind of the way he treats him, right? And I'm like, wow. But you come up to that scene and she's like, holy crap. And she looks over at me and I'm just, I'm freaking tears running down my face. And she's like, really? Like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm that attached to the characters. Like, you know, they've developed the characters that much that, you know, I feel that, that strongly about them. And I'm like, wow. She's like, and then we got home and it, it hit her. She's like, wow. Now I know why you needed to talk about it. I'm like, right? Like, it is, it's a freaking emotional ride. Like, they almost get the gauntlet off and then Star-Lord just freaking snaps. And I'm like, oh my God. Just like, oh, you almost had it. And then, then that happens and just... Like, damn, like, Thor almost had him. If he would have just aimed for the head, and it would have been done. Like, they had so many opportunities to stop this thing from happening. And then you get the snap, and half everything gets wiped out. So, I'm like, damn it. Like, damn it, damn it, damn it. And she's like, yeah, I, I can kind of see why you really need to talk about it, and this and that. I'm like, right. And uh, we talked about it for, like, a couple of weeks, and then I was kind of just, like, better about it, but... Now it's coming to Netflix in December, so I was like, great, gonna need therapy again. <laughs> I'm gonna need uh, uh, many warm meals, many beers to get over it, but uh, my daughter hasn't seen it yet, so it's gonna be real interesting seeing her reaction. Being 13, seeing her reaction to it, like, man, she she's really digging Spider-Man, like, she's like, yeah, you know, I, I can get behind any ones, and I was like, she's like, heck yeah. And, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see her reaction to it and, uh, how emotionally devastating it's going to be, but man, Captain Marvel's coming out. I'm really looking forward to that. Cause I don't know anything about Captain Marvel, like nothing. I've never picked up a Captain Marvel issue or anything. Um, so I'm really going into that very fresh and it's going to be interesting to see, like, obviously it's Carol Danvers and all this, but like. What is going... Because she's supposed to be the most powerful Marvel hero there is. And I'm like, 
obviously they're filming Avengers 4. They're getting ready to hopefully wrap up on that and get into the editing process. And obviously she's going to be in that and this and that. And then the, like what's going to happen with Thanos and just a whole bunch of stuff. Like they stuck fairly close to the source material of Infinity War, but they did change some things. They always change things with the movies, but they, they changed a couple of key elements. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> keep me for the second one. All right. Like, I want to see how you're going to kind of play out of this. And the last little thing I got to talk about is um, crowdfunding, like GoFundMe, Indiegogo, uh, stuff like that. Right. Like, what's everyone's take on crowdfunding, you know, for like YouTubers or, you know, social media pioneers or what have you? Um, like, are you for it? Are you against it? Um, I don't know, like, I've supported YouTubers in the past. I've supported, you know, Twitch streamers, stuff like that. Um, if I feel, you know, if I, obviously I like their work and whatnot, then, you know, I'll subscribe or whatnot. Um, uh, maybe buy a little bit of merch, stuff like that. But man, there, there's like, there's so much stuff going on and everyone seems like they're freaking money hungry this day and age. Um, like, that's why... That's why I stopped doing YouTube. Like, got a channel. haven't really touched it in probably four or five months. Um, it's just, it's so flooded. So many people are going for it because they, they see their favorite YouTuber or their favorite social media star. And it's like, oh, hey, here here's my huge house. You know, here's my like 13, 14 bedroom house. And here's all my Lamborghinis and stuff like that. They see all of the material items, right? <coughs> So they see all these material items and like really high end cars and they don't realize the level of work that goes into getting to that point of that. Yeah. Anyone that wants to work really, really, really freaking hard can hit that point. A little bit of luck. You need a little bit of luck, but can hit that point and can do it and this and that. And like YouTube constantly changing their changing their algorithms and stuff like that. And you know, if the algorithm always stayed the same, people would be like, Oh, here's technique, bam, go viral, boom, make a whole bunch of money. Um, the platform would kinda just go stale and die out. Uh, so they're always changing it, always making creators kinda jump through more hoops, but man, just starting out is an absolute just pain in the dick. It really is. It's so freaking hard. Um it's so hard to just get one subscriber, let alone what you need, uh, like 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours or something like that within a year um, to be able to monetize your videos. So a lot of people are turning to crowd crowdsourcing and crowdfunding. And I'm like, you know, I just, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, you know, oh, it's like, oh, hey, here. And uh, if you don't hit the minimum to monetize, you can't put links into your thing, but you can actually put them on your video. Like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, type in this web address, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, throw me, throw me $5, $10, you know? Here's this, here's that. And I'm just, it's like, uh, you know, uh, you know, you, you know, you're kind of just here for the money. You're not here because you love to do it. And like that first threshold, the thousand subscribers, four thousand watch hours, it's kind of really testing your metal to see if you're really gonna stick with it, if you're really gonna like it, and this and that. 
and I love doing videos. I really, I really do. But I'm just like, man, am I just every other person that's like, oh, hey, you know, hell yeah, I want a huge house. Hell yeah, I want Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Don't get me wrong. If I could ever afford one, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that would have to fall into place for me to ever spend money like that on a vehicle or a house. Um, and that's just, some of those houses are just way too much. I'd rather have a lot of land that I can go and drive dirt bikes and four-wheelers on and my Jeep and have people over and go hunting on, stuff like that. Um, and not have my neighbors on top of me. Be able, be, basically be able to do whatever I want and play my music however loud I want and not have anyone call the cops on me. You know, if I want to go out and have a fire firearms range on there, I can. You know, that, that type of deal. Uh, so more of like a country, but like a little bit outside the city. I like the closeness of the city, but I don't like everything on top of me, if, if that kind of makes sense. Um, so... I think that's I think that's how like if I was ever in that position I think that's how my money would go but the house would have to be paid off um, and I'm not talking a huge house I'm talking like three four bedroom house like nothing huge um, the kids education would be paid for that those two are like priority one. Uh, education is everything. If it's, I'm not saying she has to continue her education after high school, but if she chooses to, it's there. She doesn't have to worry about student loans. Um, both me and the wife worry about student loans, and they are an absolute nightmare. Like, you'll never pay them off. There's no way. You'll be paying on them until you're dead, and then once you die, you'll pay on them 10 years past that. Uh, they are just an absolute nightmare. Like, if you can get a full ride by all means take it <laughs> that is my advice take it um but you know if i was ever in this position that's how i would do it and then obviously try to live debt free and this and that and i like yeah i i would say i'd probably have a lambo or something but that'd be just like for rare occasion like i've always wanted one but um, I'm I'm more of like a Jeep guy, truck guy. You know, I'm not really into high end cars like that. Like there there's huge maintenance costs involved in that. You can't work on them yourselves. You have to take to take them to a dealer. And I'm like, it's just I don't know. It's just not really my. It would be fun, but it's not really my style. You know. But I'm like, hey, you know. Maybe someday, maybe someday I monetize the podcast. I figure out a way to do it. Um, to do it and do it responsibly. That is the, that is my key thing. You know, great power comes great responsibility. And I'm like, do it responsibly in all of this. And it's something I'm looking into. And maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But I'm just wondering everyone's take on it. Like, you know, what? what's the deal? How's everyone feel? about something like that like oh you, you know you just you talk about things and you're this and that and you want money i mean that's obviously how some people are going to feel but what about the other side of that what about oh hey you know you're producing a product you're producing a a podcast an internet radio show um 
of where you talk about your passions and share your passions and all this and your take on things and this and that and you find it entertaining, you know, maybe throw a dollar or two. Who knows? Like, I don't know. There's going to be people on both sides of the fence. I know that. I do know that. Um, the internet could be a very vicious place. You have to have really thick skin. Uh, I've learned that from dealing with YouTube and Twitch and all that. And like, I didn't, I never started my YouTube channel because I'm like, oh, you know, I could be the next multimillionaire or this and that. It's something I started just like the podcast is something I started because it's something I love to do. It's something I enjoy to do. It's a hobby to me. Um, obviously if you could turn a hobby into a career, why wouldn't you? But I don't know, man, I'll just, I don't know. Like there's a couple ways that I can kind of go about monetizing the podcast here. I can obviously do it through, uh, the app anchor and all of that, that route, or I can go and do it with a, um, not a GoFundMe. Crap, I forgot what it's called. Um, it's got the one guy with glasses and the beard. Started the company. Um, ah, I can't think of the comp- uh, dang site's name now. Um, but it'll come to me eventually. Uh, I'll be probably be laying in bed later. And like, oh, that's the name I was looking for. Um, not a kickstart. Not that. Not this. Uh, shit, I can't think of the name. <laughs> um, him and Casey Neistat got together with a great idea. Um, I can't think of it, but there's like different tiers you can do in that, and based on what tier you're in, you get different stuff in that and whatnot. Um, I have thought about maybe down the road, like coming up with merchandise for the podcast that if people wanted it, they could get it. I mean, I wouldn't. I want to be like, hey, here's my merch. Plug my merch. Blah, 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 blah. Like some people do. Some people are just like, bam, 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 bam. They're like obsessive about it. Of like merch, 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 money, 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 money. Um, it's just money is a weird thing. Money is a weird thing to talk about. And I'm just like, you know, eh. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about it. Um, maybe, like I said, maybe I'll monetize the podcast one day. Maybe I won't. I, I really don't know. But I want to know everyone's take on it. Um. Obviously, I'll carry this conversation over to the Facebook page. If you guys want to check that out, I'll plug that page again. Um, It is linked in the description of the podcast, I do believe, or somewhere in there or on on the picture. Somewhere somewhere there will be a way you can access it. Um, But I would love to hear both sides. Like, Just give it to me. Shoot it to me straight. That's the best way to do it. Just shoot it to me straight. I know it's going to be brutal. I know it's going to be harsh, but I'm asking for it. Uh, I want to know your opinion like what do you how do you guys feel not what do you guys feel how do you guys feel about something like that are you for it are you against it um you know obviously things would be put into like production and maybe paying a crew at some point you know maybe creating jobs at some point um that would be something i would love to do i'd love to grow the podcast i'd love to include other people in the podcast and not just sit here in my dining room with my my phone and a cheap mic i got off amazon you know maybe have actually professional gear and like really do it up uh someday just pipe dreams right now but who knows maybe they'll maybe they'll come into fruition or what what have you but that is everything for today guys that's everything for this episode um, I don't know when I'll have another episode out. Like I, I'm like, oh, I have an episode out tomorrow, and then I drop the ball, and it goes like a week. <laughs> so, <laughs> not going to jinx myself. I'm not going to place that curse on myself this time. Um, 
I don't know, maybe, maybe tomorrow, maybe a couple of days, but I am going to try and get another podcast out before Friday. Um, I will say that. Um, oh man, it's just, it's crazy. Like you can tell I'm just freaking mulling over that, that decision. Like I really even shouldn't have brought it up, but, uh, it's out in the open now. So, um, go ahead and go over to the Facebook page and just let me know. Uh, either way, let me know. Just shoot to me straight. So, till the next episode, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you again in the next episode.